This is the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for January and February of 2017. The new calendar year always represents somewhat of a reboot for farmers. For the most part, the crop has long been harvested and the focus begins to change for another production year. 2016 will go down as one of the best crop years in the United States history. It will also go down as a year when the big supplies were needed to satisfy a growing demand for agricultural commodities. Needless to say, any time there are record crop prices, they tend to be lower, which is exactly what happened in 2016. On January 12th, USDA weighed in with their final estimates on the 2016 crop year. The January USDA report is often marked with a tremendous price volatility. Final estimates can be explosive, especially when the market is leading the wrong way. On January 12th, the USDA actually lowered both U.S. corn and soybean production for 2016. U.S. corn production came in at 15.1 billion bushels, which was down 54 million bushels from its December estimate. And the final yield was 174.6 bushels per acre compared to 175.3 bushels per acre in December. U.S. ending stocks for 2016-17 were lowered to 2.355 billion bushels, which was down 48 million bushels from last month's estimate. And quarterly stocks for December 1st for corn came in at 12.384 billion bushels. The September to November usage of corn was 4.5 billion bushels which was up from 4.1 billion bushels at the same time last year. Soybean production was actually lowered to 4.3 billion bushels, down 54 million bushels from last month, with a national average of 52.1 bushels per acre. Soybean domestic ending stocks were lowered 60 million bushels, down to 420 million bushels. And soybean quarter ending stocks as of December 1st were pegged at 2.9 billion bushels. This represented a disappearance from September to November of approximately 1.61 billion bushels, which was a 15% increase in the same period as in 2015. And all U.S. winter wheat plantings for 2017 and 18 came in at 32.4 million acres, which represented the lowest U.S. winter wheat total since 1909. And the 2016-17 wheat ending stocks use ratio is estimated 53.3%, which is the largest in 30 years. Now on January 12, corn, soybeans, and wheat futures were higher than the last Market Trends report. March corn 2017 futures were at 358 a bushel, the March 2017 soybean futures were at 1046 a bushel, and the March 2017 Chicago wheat futures closed at 426 a bushel. Minneapolis March 2016 wheat futures closed at 582 a bushel, with the September 2017 contract closing at $5.61 a bushel. And the nearby oil futures as of January 12 closed at $52.37 a barrel, down from the nearby futures of last month of 51 $1.90 a barrel. And the average price for ethanol on January 12th in the U.S. was $1.69 a U.S. gallon, up from the last month at $1.99 a U.S. gallon. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on January 12th was 0.7613 U.S., up slightly from the 0.7497 U.S. reported here last month. And the Bank of Canada's lending rate remained at 0.5%. Now, in Ontario, winter weather has set in, but is being marked by some mild periods. Winter wheat acres across much of the southwest and the rest of the province are being exposed to low temperatures. However, it's not like we've not been here before. One never knows how the wheat will fare until it sees the first warm rays of the sun closer to spring. The Ontario corn basis has been maintained since last month, with the true yield of the Ontario crop becoming more apparent. 
An average corn yield between 158 and 164 bushels per acre now seems in the ballpark, and this is amazing, especially considering some of the dry areas throughout the province in the last growing season. The import basis that we had last summer is long gone and is unlikely to return until summer. Supplies of Ontario corn look adequate throughout the next few months. Basis levels will continue to be affected by the volatility in the Canadian dollar, especially for soybeans and wheat, and predictions on where it might go are folly, especially at a time of the ascension of the Trump administration. However, standing orders are a useful tool to capture unusual basis gains when the loonie is volatile. It is certainly has been that way over the last four weeks and is likely to remain so in the near future. And you can check all our Ontario grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. Now, the bottom line is the January 12th USGA report reinforced the huge record crops we saw in American fields in 2016. This came as no surprise. It's been dialed in for quite some time over the last several months. In fact, an argument could be made this report offered some hope because despite these record crops, we continue to see record demand for grain and prices are not completely underwater. Soybeans have been the commodity star among the three big grains, and with the March soybean futures currently at 10.46 as of January 12th, it offers profitable opportunities for farmers. In fact, in many ways, it has helped the corn futures price from drifting lower. At a certain point as we move towards spring, there will be a reckoning. Do American farmers plant soybeans or corn? Prices will need to adjust, corn higher or soybeans lower. The U.S. dollar has lost value lately, but it's still high as of January 12th at 101.18 on the U.S. dollar index. The Trump rally has waned, but it will need to be watched closely post-January 20th as the new administration takes power. If the United States continues with the good economic growth, it's entirely likely that the U.S. dollar turns around and goes higher, which will act like a break on commodity demand. Whether in Argentina and Brazil continues to be a major factor for corn and soybean prices, Flooding in Argentina and sporadic dry areas in Brazil may yet impact crop development in those countries. This is particularly acute in January and February, and if benign weather continues the rest of the way, expect record crops from South America. This will continue to keep a burdensome supply alive. Now for corn, the USGA report was good for corn because it wasn't overly bearish. Production levels lowered instead of getting hit over the head again with yet another high yield number. Now corn demand remains very strong. The corn soybean ratio between 2.6 and 2.7 favors soybeans. Now this will likely change at some point as we head towards spring. Farmers need to be ready with standing orders for corn. Now, ethanol demand is at record levels, up 25 million bushels in the latest USDA report. American exports to Canada and Brazil are a large part of this ethanol demand and will likely remain so in 2017. It is not 2008 when ethanol demand needed to grow. However, ethanol demand remains a great constant within the corn demand equation. The March 2017-May 2017 corn future spread is neutral at minus 7 cents, and the March contract is currently priced in the lower 15% of the last five-year price distribution range. Seasonally, old crop corn futures tend to trend up through mid-March. Now, for soybeans, soybeans in the U.S. are priced at profitable levels now for many U.S. producers. It's often that the December-January market action can be a high, and it's one reason why some U.S. analysts are thinking a lot more soybean acres in 2017. U.S. crop insurance will weigh on these decisions as well. Winter weight acreage in the U.S. is the lowest since 1909, which is a very long time. 
How will these acres be shifted in 2017? Well, soybeans are likely to pick up many of them. For the most part, it's likely that these new soybean acres may come from the fringe states and not the I states where corn is king. In the meantime, we've still got the record Brazilian crop growing in the field. Their harvest will start in the near future. Eyes on Brazil weather will remain key for our old crop market prices. The March 2017-May 2017 soybean future spread is neutral at minus nine and a quarter cents, and the March soybean contract is currently priced in the lower third of the last five-year price distribution range. Seasonally, the old crop soybean market tends to trend sideways throughout January, but the new crop November contract tends to trend down into February. For wheat, well, Chicago wheat has been higher of late. However, stocks-to-use ratios are up to 60%, which is not good for prices ahead. Spring wheat with high protein has been the market leader and a bit of a star lately, closing in on $6 futures. These higher wheat futures prices have helped Ontario cash prices reach almost $5 a bushel at terminals. However, these price levels still don't bode well for Ontario wheat farmers, Pricing wheat under the snow can be risky. However, as we go through winter, daily market intelligence will be key to seizing on price opportunities. So as we move ahead, the new Trump administration will certainly set the agenda for market action in the near term. Aside from South American weather, any dust-up with China over trade could upset American soybean exports to China. And the negative tangible effect of that possibility would weigh on soybean futures. It's all a theory now, but something that has been on the horizon since the election. The U.S. dollar will be impacted from this. Just how is another concern. The higher U.S. dollar has acted as a break to commodity demand. The post-election Trump rally and the subsequent Trump dump has been an example of how fickle politics can play in the value of the U.S. dollar. U.S. wheat demand is greatly affected by this high U.S. dollar value. Much will depend on U.S. economic growth going further into 2017 and how the Trump administration plays out. As the U.S. dollar goes, usually the Canadian dollar is in an inverse direction. That is a continued challenge for Ontario farmers. Cash prices for wheat and soybeans especially can jump on a volatile loonie. It happens quickly, and on December 28, the loonie bottomed out at 0.7360 U.S. Just weeks later, it hit 0.7680 U.S. The weeks ahead will likely be no different and standing cash price grain orders will be very useful in this environment. It is July and August in South America. Weather still plays a prominent role in the health of Brazilian and Argentinian crops, which will be coming on stream soon. And despite that, demand is still growing and also at record levels. At a certain point, there will be a supply hiccup somewhere in the world, and prices will have to rise to ration this record demand. For Ontario farmers currently ensconced in the throes of winter, we should never forget that. 2017 is ahead of us, and there is still a world of price risk to manage. A firm grasp on these many market factors remains a daily task. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for January and February of 2017. I'm Philip Shaw.